Hello, everyone, and welcome to the RV Inspection and Care podcast and video. I'm Dwayne. I'm a certified RV inspector, and today we're going to be talking about choosing the best RV house and chassis batteries for your needs. Now, if you have a towable RV, like a fifth wheel or a travel trailer, most likely you just have house batteries in your RV. But if you have a motorhome, very likely you're going to have both kinds of batteries, chassis and house batteries. Let's explain the difference. House batteries are designed to run all the electrical needs in your RV and to do it for a good long period of time. On the other hand, the chassis batteries are designed to start that RV engine and then keep it running down the highway. So what kind of batteries then do you need for the chassis in a motorhome? Actually, they're very similar to a car or auto battery, but they're much more powerful. What you need is a lot of cold cranking amps to get that engine started within two to five seconds or so. And that's going to take, in many cases, around a thousand cold cranking amps or even more. You see, those kinds of batteries have more plates in them, but they're thinner plates. So what that means is you get a lot of power at once, but it doesn't sustain it for a very long period of time. Now, when replacement is needed for your chassis batteries, and they all eventually need replacement, I recommend that you use what you already had in the chassis. In other words, if the motorhome came from the factory with that battery in it, it's a pretty good chance you need to go back with that kind of battery. Very often you can get the information right off the battery itself, but you also could consult your RV owner's manual. Very often they'll tell you just what you need for the right kind of battery for your motorhome. To make it simple, in many cases, you could just disconnect the battery, take it down to a local auto parts store, and show it to them. Very often they'll know exactly what you need and have what you need in stock. And if they don't, they can often get their hands on it. Now, the good brands to choose from, in my case, I have used Napa quite a bit and had very good success with those batteries, but I've also heard very good things about interstate batteries in general. All right, now next up, let's talk about house batteries. These are much more complicated to choose from because it really depends on what you want to accomplish with them. Now, there's a lot of different kinds of batteries that could be used, but we're going to talk about three main kinds in use today to power the RV house electrical needs when you're not plugged up to shore power. Let me say this, all of these kinds of batteries will do the job, but they all have pros and cons. Let's start with the least expensive battery, and that is the flooded lead acid battery. It comes in 12 volt versions and six volt versions. And the six volt batteries, you have to use two of them together to make 12 volts. They're often referred to as golf cart batteries, their plates are thicker, and therefore, they often last longer. Now, let's talk about the pros. 
The pros are that they are the cheapest battery out there, so you can really buy them at a great price. They're also rugged. They can stand up to almost anything and keep on going. They're very reliable and proven technology that's been used for years and years. And they'll last somewhere around 500 discharge cycles on average. And what that means is discharging them all the way down and then charging them up again. What are the cons? Well, there's several cons. And one of the big ones is they are heavy. I mean, really heavy. So if you have a bank of two, three, four, or more of these, it's really a lot of weight to put in your RV. Now, the other thing is that they off-gas. They put off these noxious and toxic fumes. So you can't put flooded lead-acid batteries in your RV. It's dangerous to do that. And even if you put them in the outside compartment, make sure that it's well ventilated. Another con is they're going to need constant maintenance, watering. They have to have the fluid replenished as it evaporates. So that's a constant thing you have to remind yourself to do. Also, you really only get about half the power potential of the battery in real-world use. For instance, when you have a 100-amp-hour battery, actually you can only use about 50 amp-hours out of that because if you discharge the battery down below 50%, well then you could do damage to the battery if you consistently do that. And that means, therefore, that you really only have about half of the battery's potential that you can make use of. All right, let's move on to our second kind of battery. That's an AGM battery, absorbent glass mat. It's still a flooded lead-acid battery, actually, but there's no liquid in it this time. Instead, what they're using is cell matting in all of the cells. So here's the pros about that. Mostly, it's maintenance-free. That's great. No more watering batteries. It's spill-proof, too, so that's really good. There's less off-gassing as well, so we're moving in the right direction. You sometimes can discharge those batteries a little bit farther, too, than, say, just your liquid flood lead-acid battery and uh, still be okay. And they'll last longer. They last roughly, on average, about a 1,000 discharge and charge cycles. All right, let's uh, move on to the cons about AGM batteries. And the big con is they are more expensive than their liquid flood lead acid battery is. And they're also sensitive to overcharging. You got to be very careful with them. Let's move on to our last type of battery we're going to talk about today. It's the lithium battery. They're becoming much more popular now for RV use. You see them quite a bit. What are the pros? Well, there's a long list of pros. They really solve a lot of the issues of the first two kinds of batteries we talked about. They are much lighter. You can have a bank of those batteries and not really be adding a lot of weight to your RV. 
There's no maintenance to them. Isn't that nice? Just set it and forget it, pretty much. There's no off-gassing. That's really great. In fact, many RVers put those batteries right inside the house itself, you know, in a compartment, and it doesn't cause any toxic fumes that can harm people. Here's a big one. They can be discharged close to 100%. So you're getting practically the full use of the power that's in that battery. And that's great. They also charge faster. So they bounce back quicker. And here's a great one. They last a long time. They usually last between three to 5,000 discharge and charge cycles. That is a very long time. So what are the cons? Well, the big one is the cost. They really do cost quite a bit. Just a few years ago, they were pretty much $1,000 a piece. They've moved down a little bit at this point, but it's much more than either flooded lead acid or AGM batteries. Another con is that there's a good chance you might need an upgraded charger at the same time that you switch to these batteries. Because if it came from the factory with flooded lead acid batteries in them, very often the charger will not charge lithium batteries like it should. So if you do make a complete switch of the bank of batteries you have in your house RV, well, then you may be not only replacing the batteries, you might be replacing the charger as well. And the last con for lithium batteries is that there are challenges for charging them in cold weather. You shouldn't do it below freezing. Now, again, the great thing is that you could have them inside the RV in the house and keep them warm that way. And there's other ways around that, but it is a challenge for lithium batteries. All right, so those are the pros and the cons of house and chassis batteries. Let's talk about who should choose what kind of battery. Well, if you are an RVer that's usually on hookups, you know, shore power in an RV park or a campground, so you really don't use your batteries all that much, flooded lead acid will work really well for you. And that's especially true if you're on a budget. It'll help you keep that budget going. AGM batteries, well, they're for the same kinds of people, really. Those that are in RV parks and campgrounds uh, most of their time. And maybe they have a little bit more money to spend, so now they don't have to do any maintenance on those batteries like you do with the liquid flooded lead acid battery. Who's best for lithium batteries? Well, those are great for boondockers, people who spend the majority of their time unplugged from shore power, especially those who have solar installed on their RV. And they're great choices as well for any RVer who can afford the bigger cost. Now, one thing that needs to be said is the cost is more initially for lithium. But when you consider the fact that they last so much longer than the other kinds of batteries, well, the cost actually equalizes quite a bit between them. So I hope that what I've covered here today in this video will help you choose the best 
house and chassis batteries for your particular needs. And that's it for now. Have safe and happy travels, my friends. Until next time.